0: You need to understand willpower is a finite resource. It's not unlimited. You can't always just be like, let me just willpower through everything I need to do in my day. And honestly, you probably have felt like this with your diet or workouts or whatever it is when it comes to losing weight and feel like that struggle is so real. Like, oh, I just don't have enough willpower. And that's true. You don't. So I want you to have these strategies. I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle, or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body, as well as everything in between. Here to inspire you to make life Just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to talk to you about willpower because I have heard time and time again from women, like, oh, if I just had more willpower, then I could lose the weight, then I could do XYZ, whatever it is. And today's episode is actually brought to you by, I'm going to say, a conversation between my husband and I, and his his idea about how he felt like he could increase my willpower. So I'm going to dive into that. I hope by the end of this episode, you will never say that you need more willpower. And instead, you will use some of these four strategies that I am going to share with you to make losing weight easier, to make eating for your health easier, to make Achieving any of your fitness goals easier. And you can use these for all aspects of your life, but we are focusing in for weight loss. So let me tell you a little bit about this constant conversation my husband and I are having. And over the weekend, he's like, he came to me and he's like, where are the chips? You know, we sometimes buy corn tortilla chips from Trader Joe's and he loves to leave them on the counter. And then he is constantly disappointed when I have eaten the whole bag because when it's sitting out on the counter, I walk by and I'm like, I'll grab, you know, five to 10 chips at a time. If I'm making dinner or I'm cutting like an apple or something, the chips right there. Oh, I'll just grab a couple more handfuls. And they go really quickly. So I'm constantly taking the bag of chips and putting it up in the cabinet because honestly, out of sight, out of mind, it just helps me out so much more. But he likes to play with fire. And honestly, if you play with fire, you get burned. And he likes to leave them out on the counter. So he walks in, he's like, where are the chips? And I said, I put them up in the cupboard. You know, I don't like having them out on the counter. And he says, here's the thing. Let's work on it. Like, let's work on (laughs) your willpower. He's like, right now, your willpower with these chips is here. And he holds his hand sort of low. But if we keep working on it and you practice every day, your willpower will be up here and you can just like ignore the chips on the counter. So I had to give him a little lesson about how willpower works. And I feel like my understanding of this also Helps me just be more relaxed with my kids too, because honestly, their willpower is a limited resource too. And I think if we think about how much willpower it takes, I'm more speaking for my son than my daughter, to stay really focused, not disrupt, not shout out, do the work, stay on task during school. Like I understand when he gets home, his willpower is sort of it's sort of drained. And Willpower is, it's like a finite resource, right? We start the day, and no matter how good we start in the day, you know, it's not like I'm grabbing chips for breakfast unless I have skipped breakfast for a very long amount of time, which I really try not to do because I have more willpower then. But by the end of the day, when I've made it through like a couple tasks on my list that I didn't especially love doing. They weren't in my like zone of genius. I've stayed really calm and cool and collected with my kids to model good coping strategies and to just be there for them. I'm more tired. I'm more hungry depending on what I've eaten throughout the day. Like my willpower is not as high. So You need to understand willpower is a finite resource. It's not unlimited. You can't always just be like, let me just willpower through everything I need to do in my day. And honestly, you probably have felt like this with your diet or workouts or whatever it is when it comes to losing weight and feel like that struggle is so real. Like, oh, I just don't have enough willpower. And that's true. You don't. So I want you to have these strategies. So back to what my husband said. So he's like, if we work on it every day, we'll get your willpower up, up to here. And I had to let him know, like, I can't just work harder on this. It's not even something I want to invest my willpower in when it's so much simpler to just put the chips up in the cabinet. And that is actually tip number one, set your environment up for success. If you know your work office, Has a snack or treat room, like sometimes that's harder to avoid. Maybe bring something you would want to eat and have it sitting out as well. Maybe don't venture in there as often. And especially if you're feeling stressed or tired, like avoid it at all costs. Like set your environment up for success. If your counters have chips or cookies or the snacks for your kids are in a very easy to reach place, it's so much more likely for you to eat them. And before you know it, like half of the bag of chips are gone. When you think about your diet plan or your fitness plan for weight loss, it isn't about willpower. And sometimes I think we're getting willpower confused with discipline and commitment. And most important, like recommitment, like it's not just committing to the plan for one day or one week. It's recommitting to your health, to feeling better in your body, to feeling really good and really comfortable in your skin. And just like a good marriage, like a good marriage, it takes recommitting again and again. Like you make that commitment on the day you take vows, but then you're constantly recommitting to understanding each other more, to loving each other more, to focusing on the positive within one another. Because honestly, what you focus on grows. And I know this this podcast is not about relationships, but one of the biggest like wins in my relationship and marriage is just, you know, taking a moment of gratitude and writing out the things that I love about my spouse that feel so supportive and so good and really focusing on those and then just feels good. So if you said, like, I'm just gonna will power my way through marriage until one of us dies, I mean, just that assumption alone, like think about how that feels. Would you want to be in a marriage that you had to willpower your way through? No. So why do you keep choosing diets and workouts that you feel like you have to willpower your way through? Just by setting it up that way, you're sort of assuming that it's something you'd rather not do. But when you say, I'm going to stay committed to this marriage through the ups and downs It's saying like, I see more positives in what this holds for me and what this creates in my life, the love that is there to stay the course, to commit to again and again and again. So your diet, your fitness plan, it does take commitment, recommitment. It does take some discipline, especially if you're forming some new habits, if you're changing your mindset, if you're adding some new practices to your routine, But please think about using discipline and commitment and not willpower. Because just by thinking it has to be willpower, there's already a little bit of a e, like a constriction within yourself probably that's like, E, this is something I don't really want to do, but I'm going to willpower my way through it. I could almost say the same thing about some of the things I said I have willpower with. It's more a commitment to, you know, supporting my kids, to being the best mom I can be, to all of those things, but it still does use some of my energy. All right, I hope that makes sense. I would love to hear from you, if it does, on the social medias. Four things you need to do, though, to make willpower a moot point, you know, from friends. Like, what a cow does, moot. It doesn't matter. It's moo. So let's make willpower a moot point when it comes to losing weight. Four things you need to do, and I already spoke on number one, set your environment up for success. This means your kitchen. This means how easy it is to have your workout equipment or where you're going to work out or your routine in going there. This means going to work. Can there be any snacks that feel good and help you meet your goals? This can be what you carry in your purse when you're going to kids' sporting events. How can you set your environment up for success? This can even mean your social networks, the people you spend your time with. All of these pieces matter. Don't make your environment more difficult than it needs to be to be successful. If you have a lot of holiday candy, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or Valentine's or Easter, enjoy it with a purpose, with a plan, not with shame and guilt. But then When it's done, when it's served its purpose, even if you have some left, maybe you donate it. Maybe you throw it away. Like set your environment up for success. Number two, eat real food. Do not wait too long. It is so hard to make good choices around eating that feel like you're committed to your plan, you're committed to what you're taking care of your body when you're really hungry. So stop waiting so long to eat. If you notice you are waiting a really long time to eat breakfast in the morning, but then after dinner you're eating so many snacks, you're like ruining any progress and you just don't feel good by the end of the day, maybe it's time to focus on what you eat at the start of the day and it will make it easier in the evening. Number three, get enough sleep. So this might be hard if you're a new parent, if you know, whatever it is. But I promise you, just like you don't make good decisions or it's harder to make good decisions when you're hungry, it is harder to make good decisions when you are really tired. So put down your phone a little earlier, turn off the screen, whatever you need to do to get enough sleep every night. Number four, and this one is probably the trickiest, spend some time sort of looking at your operating system, like how you're living your life, what your normal is. Because it's very possible that your normal way of living has you running on empty, has you overscheduled, has you really stressed out, like lots of little acute stresses here and there might not seem like a big deal, just taking them one at a time. But having A lot of them can pile up into chronic stress when it's constant. And this makes that willpower battle feel so much harder because you're already making it through so many stressful situations in the day. Not to mention just how it can set you up for a harder time with weight loss when it comes to your hormones. So please, if you have ever said, I just need more willpower, I want you to know like this is a losing plan. Truly, you need a better science-backed plan that supports your body and a plan that really makes willpower unnecessary peace. What we really need is the discipline and commitment to get started, and then that recommitment to see it through, the ability to reflect and change so that when you're living at just your regular operating system... Like things are just on autopilot, but your autopilot is serving you in the best possible way because waiting on willpower to either get started or waiting on willpower to pull you through is just a lost cause. And if you found this helpful today, I would love it if you could leave a five-star rating, share it on your social medias. If any questions, comments, if you're interested in coaching, shoot me a message on social media. I would love to chat more with you there. Last thing, something that is truly making me feel uplifted lately is starting my day with a simple mantra. So affirmations, mantras, they're only as effective as we believe they're true for saying them or thinking them. And something in us says like, "Yeah, that's not really true. This feels phony. It's not going to work for you. But I am really loving the mantra, I'm allowed to feel really good. That's it. It's simple. Just like start your day. I'm allowed to feel really good. Anything that is not moving me towards feeling good, realign, come back to that positive place. The reason I love this mantra so much is because if you're having a hard day, it's not saying like, I feel really good and just like washing away with this over positivity of it. But it comes back to like, I'm allowed to feel really good. Like, that's okay for me. And if you're someone that has self-criticized or felt not good enough or struggled in any sort of way, just allowing yourself to feel really good can be a great starting point. So that's it. Have a great day. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses. And to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.